You know, discipline is much easier than you think. I know many people are scared of discipline. They hear the word discipline and they shiver. They're like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, no. Because we want to be lazy. You know, they want to do what they want to do. They don't want to commit to anything. They don't want to work hard. You know, discipline, the, the thing that gets you up in the morning, the thing that makes you do the thing you got to do, whether you like it or not. The thing that becomes a habit in your life, something that you force yourself to do because it is the right thing. You are disciplined, meaning you clean the house, whether you like it or not. You are disciplined, meaning you brush your teeth every morning and night. You are disciplined. You get up every morning and you say your prayers. You do whatever you set yourself to do. You hold yourself accountable. That is what we call discipline, right? Wrong. Discipline is much easier than you think. See, discipline is kind of like the intermediate stage between the point of making a decision and the point in which the habit kicks in. See, what you think takes a lot of discipline, you know, walking out, going to the gym, reading every day, all the New Year's resolution type of things that you say to yourself you're going to do and then you say, oh, I just lack the discipline. Well, yes, you do, but not as much as you think. See, like I said, discipline is the middle stage. Discipline only gets you to the train station where you can take the train, which is called a habit. See, really, all you need is a little bit of discipline, consistent discipline, to the point where you do not need to be disciplined at all. See, when you are a child, your parents want to discipline you. They want to potty train you. They don't potty train you forever. They don't toilet train you forever. It's only for a season. They only discipline you until you get it in your mind, until it is written on your heart, until you leave it out naturally. See, I went to the eye doctor a while back. I got some glasses for reading and he gave me this exercise to do. He gave me a string with three beads on it and he told me every day you hold that string with your finger and you look at the beads from this angle and from that angle and then you tilt your head upwards and you look and then you tilt your head downwards. And I had to do it every day. It takes about three minutes every day, three minutes. And at first it was so hard and, and just so exhausting. It's like, I don't want to do that. It's so annoying just sitting there looking at some bids for three minutes. It's not something I want to do. But see, I, I did it for a while because, you know, I didn't do it every day at first. Obviously, I was slacking here and there, you know, every other day and then every day and then every other day. But I was consistent enough to the point where now I'm just thinking to myself, oh, I haven't done it. And I just go ahead and do it without even thinking of discipline, without even having to make myself do it, without even having to think about that, because I've been disciplined for so long, it is already written in my muscle memory, in my habits, in my brain, as something that I do daily. I don't have to think about brushing my teeth. I just go and do it. It doesn't require any discipline. I don't think about spending time with Papa, you know, praying in the morning. I get up, I brush my teeth, I come back to my room, I, I get on my knees and I have my morning conversation with Papa. I don't have to think about it. It's already something that I do. You know, I talk to Papa all day long. You know, it's not that I just, you know, get up in the morning, I talk to him, I talk to him all the time. 
you know, it's a spiritual conversation throughout the entire day in my thoughts. You know, I think with Papa, we're always together, but I dedicate this particular time in the morning because I want to, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we share, something that I had to discipline myself to do until it became a habit and started occurring automatically because it was written on my heart. See, discipline is temporary. You don't need a lot of discipline. You don't need a lot of faith. Yeshua said, all it takes is a mustard seed, not a lot. It doesn't take much faith, just a little, but consistent little. He says, wait upon the Lord. Those who wait upon the Lord, how long? Not forever, just for a little while. He said, he will not delay. It's not forever. It's just a little bit of discipline. See, being a Torah observant person doesn't take much, really. The Holy Spirit will get you there. You just have to be disciplined enough and, and be coachable, be teachable, be obedient enough to the point where you are a changed man and you do these things automatically from a selfish person to a selfless person from someone who never used to think about the other person to now not feeling very good about yourself unless you do something for the other person. You see someone hungry down the street, you don't feel right unless you do something for him. See, that's the Holy Spirit. It, it changes you slowly but surely. It only takes a little discipline to do a lot. Discipline, the word that nobody likes, the word that most people despise. Most people are afraid of it. You know, I, I think in Hebrews it says, you know, discipline is unpleasant for a little while, but those who have been trained for it will reap a harvest of righteousness. It only takes a little to do a lot. And if you're only disciplined for a little while, you will reap the benefit of discipline for a lifetime of righteousness and peace. So are you willing to pay the price? Because it is a price. You know, discipline, it's not pleasant. It isn't. It's something you have to force yourself to do, and you have to be willing to do it consistently. That's the key, consistency. See, doing it once doesn't get you there. Doing it twice doesn't get you there. You have to be consistent. How long? How long as it takes? However long that it takes. Not forever, though. Only to the point where habit kicks in and takes over discipline. And how long is it going to take? I don't know. It's different for everyone and for every different thing that you do. Something kicks in quicker than others. You know, something you really have to force yourself to do. In. You know, for example, to take your shoes off when you enter the house. You're not used to doing that. You have to discipline yourself. And you do it enough times, every time that you catch yourself, like, oh, take my shoes off. Oh, take and you train yourself and then you just do it automatically. You don't even have to think about it anymore. See, discipline has paid off. Now you've got a habit to take care of you. See, God programmed us this way. The plants, they don't have to think about growing leaves and branches. They just do. You know, the animals, they just do. It is us that have the free will to choose what kind of habits we want to develop. See, we are created with pretty much a blank slate. Given some things are automatic, you know, you're born, you're already blinking, you're already addicted to breathing, you can't quit. 
right? You're addicted to your intestines working, your heart pumping. You're addicted to those things. Those are habits you already have in the flesh and you have no control over them for your own survival. But as far as anything else, you have the choice to choose. You can choose what kind of creation you want to be. You want to be a good creation or a bad creation. Because really all you are is the sum up of your habits. That is your character, whoever you are consistently. See, everyone can stumble. Everyone can do something evil that doesn't make them evil. Anyone can do something good that doesn't make them good. It's all about who you are consistently. The 99% of the time, not the 1%, because you know, we're, we're all flawed human beings. But are you consistent enough in being moral? Are you consistent enough in being honest? Are you consistently looking after your neighbor? Are you consistently developing and nourishing your relationship with your creator? Are you consistent? If you're not, you're going to need some discipline to the point where you can get consistent. But that's, that, it's so simple. It's so easy to understand it's really just a matter of will. And I'm not talking about willpower because willpower is a lie. You don't need willpower. Willpower, it's all about hypey, hypey, you know, emotions. No, you don't need willpower. You need discipline. And it's not pleasant. It's not easy. It's not something you're going to enjoy. But you will enjoy the, the reward, right? You might not enjoy the work, but you don't like going to work every day. But you do it because you like the paycheck, so if you're willing to go to work every day for two weeks or a month to get your monthly or bi-weekly paycheck, as lousy as it is, that doesn't go really far and, and doesn't get you eternal life, can you not be disciplined enough to do something you don't fully enjoy for two weeks to a month to reap a reward of righteousness, of eternal joy, eternal love with your creator? That doesn't make sense. Check yourself. You really need to check yourself. Give yourself a checkup from the neck up. Test yourself and ask yourself, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? Because success is more about giving things up than doing other things. So you have to start doing righteous things, but you also have to stop doing wicked things. And that's really more righteousness is about giving up the wicked things that you do. <laughs> Stop, you know, promiscuating yourself, stop lying, stop stealing, stop killing, stop gossiping, stop hanging out with bad crowds, stop drinking so much, stop smoking drugs, stop smoking weed, stop smoking cigarettes, get away from that pornography, stop watching all these things. It's a lot of things you have to stop doing. And how do you stop doing them? By starting something else. It's replacement theology at its truest form, which is no theology at all. You just replace bad habits with good ones. Instead of hanging out with bad crowd, you sit at home, read your Bible. Instead of drinking alcohol, drink some ginger tea, some ginger ale, some sparkling water. There's a lot of great, you know, alternative drinks if you just need to drink something sparkly. You know, drink some sparkling water, that's fine. You know, you, you, you're addicted to smoking, well... I don't know, it's true gum. <laughs> you know, anything to get you towards the mark. You have to be progressively moving towards the mark. It is an endless journey, but you have to be continuing on it until the day you die. That is the, the faith, that is the hope. 
That is the promise. That is where we put our confidence in. See, we have to do as much as we can with everything that we got, knowing and believing that God will take care of the rest. But he's not going to walk the journey for you. He's only going to get you from where you ended up to where you need to go. See, the, the eagles, they don't take you the whole way. They just take you from the path that you cannot go on. So you got to be very, very sure, very confident that you have done everything that is in your power to do. And like I said, it only takes a little, just a touch of discipline. Just enough, not a lot. Just enough discipline to get you that one habit in place. So that once you got that one habit in place, you can start on working on another. Also another important point. Don't try everything at once. Don't say, well, I gotta be a follower now. I gotta stop X, Y, Z, 2, Y, A, B, D. 20 different things. It's not gonna work. You're gonna crack and break. You're not that strong. You're not that good. One at a time. One habit at a time. Just enough discipline to get a habit. You got that habit down? Good. Now start working on another. One at a time. And eventually, before you know it, you'll get all of them. But you have to be consistent. And you have to be accountable to yourself. If you set up to wake up 5 a.m. in the morning and start your day with prayer, do it. Do it for so long that your body is already adjusting itself automatically, that you do not have to think about it. Once you wake up and you know you're just doing it, and you're like, oh my God, I just woke up 20 seconds before the alarm went off. You got a habit. Now you can start working on another habit. And you have to be in tune with yourself. It is a lot of self-improvement, a lot of self-help, you know, change that you have to do. And it's not, uh, when I say self, I don't mean you have to do it by yourself. You have the Holy Spirit to help you, but it is you working on yourself. Not something external, but something internal. Changing who you are on the inside, not the outside. Everybody want to change the outside, but it's changing who you are, your habit, your way of thinking, your mindset, your attitude, your wavelength inside your brain. It is a lot of complicated things, yet it's very simple to do. Because you have the Holy Spirit to help you. That is only, of course, if you have surrendered to Him and have accepted Him as your Messiah, as your God, and have pledged your allegiance to do what He says. If you haven't, then you don't have the Holy Spirit and all of this is irrelevant. <laughs> it's irrelevant to you because you'll never get there. You'll never make it without the Holy Spirit. It's impossible. But if you do have the Holy Spirit, nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. So make up your mind. Do you want to die in the desert or do you want to make it to the promised land? It's your choice. Shema Yisrael zehu shir la-yahava Hamelech ha-ahuv bore ha-ahava Ha-or shel chayai natata li tikva Dibarta elai vehechzartani bitshuva Ata Adonai, ata ha-elohim האור של חיי בחיי אתה מדהים, תודה על ניסים ועל הנפלאות, תודה שאתה מושיעני מצרות. אדוני, אני אוהב אותך. אדוני, אין עוד מלבדך. אדוני, 
אני אוהב אותך, אדוני, רוצה להיות איתך, שיר לאהבה, בורא האהבה, האור של חיי, נתת לי תקווה, דיברת אליי והחזרתני בתשובה, אתה אלוהי, האור בחשיך, תודה על ישוע וגם על התורה. על רוח הקודש ועל הבטחותך, תודה על ישראל ועל הרצל בבא, תודה על השקט, הנחת, השלווה. אדוני, אני אוהב אותך, אדוני, אין עוד מלבדך, אדוני. אני אוהב אותך, אדוני, רוצה להיות איתך. שמע ישראל זהו שיר ליהבה, המלך האהוב, בורא האהבה, האור של חיי, נתת לי תקווה, דיברת אליי והחזרתני בתשובה. לנצח אבי, אני תמיד שלך. אתה אהובי, ואני הוא ילדך. אדוני, אני אוהב אותך. אדוני, אין עוד מלבדך. אדוני, אני אוהב אותך. אדוני, רוצה להיות איתך